desires come true. May all tears and sadness go away. May comfort and hope find you so your heart don't fail. May the stormy waves be still so you can have a smooth sail. Happy New Month and welcome to the month of May. This is Nigeria Love. My name is Guinevere Jones, Lagosians. As we take up the Mask of Lagos Challenge, remember to use a clean cloth mask daily. Remove your cloth mask from both ears at the same time. Put cloth-based masks into laundry bin, wash, then sun-dry. Wash your hands always, especially after removing your cloth mask. Wash your cloth mask and sun-dry every day. This is to be added with the social distancing and the personal hygiene and regular hand washing. Doing this, you're saving lives, especially yours. Without any further ado, I want to introduce to you Ola Adenie, aka Ola the Raw Poet. He's a poet, he's a social worker, and he's using books to change his society. Let's hear him. This is related to the COVID-19 that I wrote this from the point of love. If we decide to uh, be our brother's keeper, we'd come out of this together stronger. A little bird told me you are scared. Well, you are not the only one. Even the caged bird that sings loudly is still trapped. So I wouldn't pretend. I wouldn't hide behind metaphors. Indeed, this happening around the world is worrisome. And while some people would find it not too difficult to maintain social distancing and isolation, I am scared for the other people whose spots are as empty as the streets, having to choose which is a greater disease, to die or to live, or to die while trying to live. So let's leave the fear put before us by these times and reflect on old times, because this time will also pass. But I don't want it to take me away from you or you away from me. So can we all go back to when we were all one big family? I mean, there's one person really affected by this around you. Kindly extend a hand. Share love like a baton in this relay called life. It is your turn to turn things around for someone. Don't make a U-turn. Going about your activities is fine. But giving out a bite from your snack doesn't mean it will finish. We can all come out strong together, if indeed we become our brother's keeper. That was a powerful message right there. What inspired you to do that? Are you hungry and someone did not? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 I mean, I've been hungry, yes. I've been to the restricted chicken cook. You know, you don't have lots of options, but that's not the idea behind the poem anyway. I, I was thinking about how easy it would be for some people how very difficult it's before that. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Uh, a lot, a lot of people would. While all of us are, are experiencing the pandemic together, and we are actually affected at large, but the impact on some is different from the impact on others. Exactly. Exactly. So I was just thinking uh, about how these guys who, you know, the roadside sellers, people who, who feed on daily bread. 
people can't uh, do anything aside just going out yeah. how they are going to um, survive oh let me pitch in here people who actually the prayer is meant for give us this day a daily bread a daily bread exactly so it's it's worrisome actually when you think about those people so tell us about yourself a little bit about yourself who is Ola the raw poet who are you my name is Ola Adine. That name my parents gave to me. <laughs> then I did not start bearing Ola the Raw Poet until 2012 when I started writing poetry actively. And uh, I mean, I do run poet, a writer, and a social worker. I am also the convener of Social Work Poetry, a brand that uh, has also grown to become a community now. We use poetry as a tool for upper social functioning and behavioral change. That's, That's pretty much it. So how does that work for you? I read social work in in a university then uh poetry is what I'm passionate about. So social work teaches that we should be our brother's keeper, we should humanity is what humans make out of it. So the principles of social work is what I've been able to blend with poetry. So basically we just use poetry as uh the the, the channel now to achieve the message of social work. For example, of recent I did uh, a campaign on victim blaming. Victim blaming is a kind of a social problem that, if you ask me, is growing right now. Is becoming uh, what a lot of people are being guilty of. You know, people just want to blame the victims without uh, putting themselves in their shoes, without trying to look at uh, every other factors involved. When in the case of a rape, for example, you have questions like, why would she go and visit him? Why would the mom leave us such a little? a little kid with uh, you know someone that you're not so familiar with so there there's this uh a, 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 there's you know there's series of blame that is being shared around so what we did uh, at social work poetry was that we picked the concept victim blaming then we started using performance poetry it's like we reached out to several other poets we used poems and creatives that that you know people people would love to read it's different when you just tell people no don't don't blame people stop victim blaming people might get tired of saying something like that so it's more creative now with poetry it's what people love to read it's what they love to hear and while they are all deep into the poem they get the message too yeah i think i saw that on your instagram page and i thought that was beautifully rendered so yes um, for you how the poetry start because you said you started actively in the year 2012 so what prompted you to actively start okay Spoken word uh, started after writing, after poetry, then poetry started after writing itself. So let me just uh, take it from writing itself. So I started writing love letters actually as a kid. As a young boy in secondary school, I was writing love letters for friends who would, you know, pay me. Uh, it was just a token then, but It was like business. They would pay me. I'd write love letters for them. They would. I was in uh, what's it called? Uh, all an all boys school, so they would take it out and they would pay me for it. So that was going on until when one day my math teacher uh, caught wind of what we were doing, and you know you should know how that how, how that was exactly going. in the Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> so so I I stopped writing after that for you know several years until. 2012 again when I started writing poetry actively. Then not until 
2016, on the 27th, actually, after leaving school, and I, there, I wasn't doing anything per se. I mean, I was writing, but I wanted to do something else. And, you know, the, 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 that was the process of leaving university and trying to figure out life. That was that point. So I just, uh, okay, I actually listened to one uh, spoken word poet. I listened to that performance and I was like, okay, I mean, I write uh, like this, so I could definitely do this. Then I started trying, I started mimicking, and that was how uh, spoken word poetry formed for me, basically. That's, that's, a, that's a beautiful story right there. And the most beautiful part is how um, business-minded were even back in secondary school to write That's beautiful. totally enjoyed my conversation with Ola Adene. You can follow him on Instagram at Ola Adene. And you can join or follow on the campaign against victim blaming in our society at socialwork underscore poetry on IG. Without any further ado, I want to introduce the next story from Mrs. Amalara, who can also be an example of what victim blaming is all about and also an example of when God says yes, no one can say no. This is a story of hope, love, courage and God's love and no matter how bad you think your situation may be, God can still turn it around. Don't go anywhere. Let's hear Malara as she shares her story with us. My name is Omolara. I am sharing my story to you today so as to encourage someone like me out there. I am indeed a testimony. It is true it is darkest before dawn. And I believe my story is a firm example of that statement. I'm a victim of abuse from a young age by my father's brother, my uncle. This abuse continued into my teenage years. There I got pregnant and my family did not believe me. When I told them that it was Uncle that was responsible for my pregnancy, I was blamed, labelled a liar and a whore and kicked out of the house pregnant. It was a painful experience. I lost the baby and I had a rough life. And I got into drugs and at the age of 18, I became a local prostitute. I stayed with a woman whose business is prostitution. She housed a lot of us at Sululere in Lagos. We all worked for her. She was a family I knew and she was a family I had at the time. Then I thought I was enjoying my life. Life of a prostitute is not a funny one. We were raped sometimes, beaten even. But there are worse things that happened that I cannot even mention. That's another story. I was a prostitute, sex addict and a drug addict. And that was my life for 15 years until I met a strange customer. He came, he would pay for my time 
and then he won't do anything to me. He will tell me to go and take my bath and sleep. But I need rest. This was how it was with him for four months. He pays my pimp very well so that I will only be the one that he comes to pick and no other person can pick me except him. I became frustrated, Sha, because he's my customer and with him, no sex, no drugs. I had to find a way to cut around it. Then I had a boyfriend. So when he drops me off at Solidarity's mama's house, I'll go and meet my boyfriend to feed my needs. Then I thought it was life. Well, I think it's the fifth month. Yes, I think so. He gave me a gift as a birthday present. He then said that he knows he doesn't know my birthday, but he feels like I need the gift. The gift was beautifully wrapped, so I was very happy. And I'm a woman, I like gifts. I opened it, but I was full of disappointment. When I saw that the gift was nothing more but a book, not any book, a Bible. On it was a note that was pasted up and it read, God is good and you are loved by this good God. Aisha protested and I gave him back the gift. I ended up receiving the gift after he paid me to keep it and I did exactly as I was paid to keep it. So I kept it in my wardrobe in Mama's house and that was where it was for months. Well, life with that strange customer was no sex, no drugs, preaching Jesus every time. I even accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior just so he can stop talking about the man. But that's when he increased. Who sent me? So I think that was um, 1st of January. I think 1st of January, 2015. I, I was spring cleaning because on the 2nd of January was my birthday. And then I saw the book in the Bible, in the wardrobe. Well, I've actually I've forgotten about the book. So I opened the book and the first place that it opened was March 6th. And I read 25 to 34. Immediately I read it, I closed it immediately. And kept it inside my wardrobe. Well, that day marked my journey with Christ. Let me fast forward and summarize. Two years into down the line of struggling to know God and to experience Him. He changed my life for, I won't lie. But I was still a prostitute and a drug addict. Every time I did those things, I'll go and complain to Him and tell Him that He should forgive me. But gradually, He broke down my walls and He healed my heart. I removed anger and bitterness because I was angry toward everyone. I hated everything. I didn't care. But two years with him, I became a better person. After four years, people see me and they are left speechless. I always walk away from them smiling because, indeed, this life is beautiful. <laughs> well, 2019 and um, the month of June I married my customer who now is my husband God picked me from the dirtiest pit 
and set me on the beautiful plain and crowned me with glory. My family that kicked me out, blamed me, said all sorts of things then. They welcomed me back after they saw a transformed person, a new me, and they accepted Christ from my life's ordeal. My uncle, I had to forgive him because if God can forgive me, who am I not to forgive him? But today he's a changed man and he's not heading a campaign for men with issues like him to speak up so they can receive the help they need to save the children from the monster that he was once a victim of because he too is a victim of such act. But what do I know? My life is beautiful. So this year, 2020, I don't know how it happened, but my husband fell ill, was infected with the virus, COVID-19 um, virus. We went through all the protocol, quarantined ourselves and everything. The doctors and nurses did their best for him. But still, I think it can be done better. In his case became very severe and sometimes it felt like they've even given up on him. They were waiting for him to die. The updates were not forthcoming anymore as it used to. But I went back to that man who is good and who loves me. I told him of everything. I know he's aware, but I still told him. I told him and I stayed there with him for two nights. But all through those nights, Matthew 6, 25, verse 34, the first place I ever read in the Bible, kept ringing in my spirit. It was a very hard time for me and for the whole family. But God gave me strength. And I left my worries at his feet and trusted his love for me. Because I am a living example of God's love. People, presenter, everybody, rejoice with me today because my husband is healed well and is home with us. God did it. All the vessels he used for the doctors and the nurses at Yaba Center, God bless them. There is nothing God cannot do. He is healed and recovered fully from the sickness. So I'm sharing my story today. It's, it's not as easy as I sound, but I'm healed from my past. So let me encourage you. I don't know what your situation is, but if, as dirty as I was, God still loved me enough to bring me, and bring, give me, giving me a family I have now, and put me in a place. I'm not so educated. I don't have anything. I'm not better than you. So I want you to trust God and believe that it is well, that our God is good and this good God loves you. He will step in, just trust him. That is my story. Thank you so much for listening. Well, this is still Nigeria Jalof and I'm here with Barrister Ola. Uh, thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you've 
you've heard Omolara's story. What's your take on it? Well, Omolara is one of the many victims who have been abused and she's also one of the victims or one of the many victims who have been saved. We've, we have a lot of people who have been victims of abuse, be it domestic, be it verbal, be it mental, be it psychological. And we have so many out there, course, especially sexually abused, sexually abused, especially sexually abused. We've had or we have heard and read and seen videos, stories of fathers uncles relatives cousins. cousins yes cousins who have taken advantage of the victim and these victims are usually very young innocent who are unaware of what is going on okay. yes and most of them are being cajoled or they are being um, forced not to talk not to speak out and then this abuse continues for years mm. most of these victims don't speak up i remember when i worked with the office of the public defender uh, we had um, lots of cases of children who um, the teachers are the ones who come to us and report um, strange behavior of these children and then when we do our investigation, we find out that they are being abused, either physically or sexually. Whoa. And um, we also have um, children who, out of fear, do not talk. They do not want to speak. And the abuse continues. But we've been able to help. We've been able to, through our services at the Office of the Public Defender, um, move in and arrest the perpetrator and then we prosecute cases like that we the office tends to run tests on the children and then place them in homes i also want to mention that even during this pandemic we would we would have a lot of people who, who are yes yes who have been locked in with the abusers and it's going to be so difficult to have help However, we, we usually run um, ads of offices and organizations just like the Office of the Public Defender who can render help. We have a toll-free number. We also have an organization called DSVRT. It's a Legal State Domestic and Sexual Violence Response Team. It's also another organization under the Lagos State Government where you can report cases of abuse. The Lagos State Office of the Public Defender has a toll-free number. Um, it's 070-8060-1080. Let me take that again. 070-8060-1080. You can call in and it's free, right? it's free, yes. Even the services at that office is free. It's located at Suruleri. Lagos where State, Omolara's. where Omolara's <laughs> case happened, yes, yes, yes. So the office, you can walk in, anyone can walk in and then you can explain yourself. And we have great lawyers. We have lawyers, yes, who could help, yes, with attending to your issues. And don't be scared to tell, 
tell it all tell your story tell and expose a lot of people who are also being abused expose the abusers to those who are because the perpetrators Yes. The more we give power to these abusers to yes. keep doing what they're to doing, keep doing what the they're more do. lives they damage. The damage, yes. And also, what do you, uh, what can we do with rotten eggs? That they are not the abusers, but they aid the abusers by victim blaming or accusing you, the victim, as is your fault for uh, what's happened to you. Happened to you. They don't go to get out that bad egg, that abuser or that monster, they instead they face the weaker um, vessel and kick them out, just like Malara's story, where the family who was supposed to be a protection actually exposed her to another kind of life. Yes. So mm, that's that's a, that's a dicey situation really. It's something that we have to cope with, but at the same time campaign awareness also helps in educating people and letting them know that they are not at fault this campaign uh, this awareness should be done to the grassroots because most of these cases happen at the grassroots to people in the slum people who are living at below a dollar exactly so these are the people that need to be enlightened. These are people that we need to um, talk to, share experiences with. And that's why our office, the Lagos State Office of the Public Defender, we do this awareness every week just to let people know that we are here to help you. We are here. And you're not to, possessed because you're we not. also use religion and traditional um, beliefs mm. and mumbo jumbo yes too. just to manipulate the yes. mind of the victim yeah. yes the these perpetrators or the uh, the people who help aid who the aid the perpetrators they are, the perpetrators. They are yes. and they are the ones who have issues they're the one with mental issues because you're here manipulating a child into doing what she doesn't want to do or she doesn't know anything about it and, and then you're blaming her for it so it's really bad and that's what we've had to face over the years and we're still facing right now and what i believe or in my opinion that we can do to try to stop this is continue to share awareness and continue to tell people that they can voice out whatever they're going through and they have help from organizations in the Lagos state government thank you so much Barista. you're welcome so the toll-free number again is 0708 0608060180 0708060180 just call that number if you know someone who's been victimized or abused or if you are one you are not to be blamed it's not your fault whether you're a male or a female you do not deserve to be abused you do not deserve to be in pain okay so thank you so much once again barista ola thank you episode and I'm glad thank you so much Ola the raw poet 
Mrs. Omolara, thank you so much for reaching out to Nigeria to love and sharing your story. To Barrister Olamide, thank you for sharing your knowledge and then encouraging us to speak up when we are being abused. It has been a wonderful ride. And till I come your way again next week, Friday, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your evening.